Hello friends, my name is Brenna. And I'm Danny. And, and this, this is Lago Stories. Today's episode contains graphic information that some listeners may find disturbing. Listener's discretion is advised. Welcome back, everyone, to episode eight. As all of you already know, June is Pride Month, so today's episode, I wanted to tell you about the brutal crime committed on one trans woman named Selena Reyes Hernandez. LGBTQ plus rights are important to us as we believe everyone has a right to love. I also want to just take some time to speak with you about the astonishing statistics of crime committed on trans women because not only is it shocking, but to be frank, it's unacceptable and I personally would like to do anything I can possibly do to end the crimes committed on the LGBTQ community. Oh yes, definitely agree. As you can tell from our first episode within Pride Month, this is something very close to our hearts. So with that, we can kind of set the tone and I definitely agree. All of these, it makes you fired up, but in a good kind of way, because I mean, we really need to make a change in how we treat everyone and especially treat people in this community it's just ridiculous like we said a million times last episode (laughs) like and I don't know how much more clear we can make that but anything we can do to make an impact is really what we're kind of going for today absolutely and I don't know about you but it does make me fired up but it gives me motivation to do something yes amen Well, did you know that in 2019, the American Medical Association, or AMA, announced that violence against the transgender community was an epidemic? Yeah, I remember when we first talked about this a few months back, and I could not believe that. Yeah, like an actual, and I know we're used to hearing about emics and pandemics and epidemics from medical, but it was just astonishing that the American Association actually came out and said it was an epidemic. Yeah, that's just wild. And unfortunately, the crimes have only increased so far. According to the HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, the highest number of deaths in transgender or non-conforming was in 2017, with 31 people violently killed. Mm. In October of 2020, HRC tracked 31 violent deaths, and by the end of the year, they tracked at least 44 confirmed deaths. And they say at least because HRC also provides a list of suspicious deaths that are currently under investigation to see if their gender identity was what caused the violent death. But these numbers also don't count the unreported or misreported deaths that we, let's be real, know are out there. So unfortunately, that number could very well be much higher. And I think you know what I'm about to say next. The majority of fatal deaths disproportionately targets minorities and in particular, black transgendered women. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. Those numbers, as you put them on paper and you read it out loud, that's just, it's horrible. I I just can't even say anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you want to guess how many violent deaths have been tracked for 2021 so far? I'm going to guess 50s. All right. Again, according to the Human Rights Campaign, who, by the way, have been vigorously tracking deaths since the FBI does not track deaths based on gender identity, estimates that 2021 has seen at least 28 violent deaths so far for trans or gender nonconforming people and we're in june yeah we're on track to predict the number that i said yeah that's really sad Mm -hmm. that's not okay 
I do also want to add that I really hope that we aren't just preaching to the choir here. And by that, I mean I hope this reaches out to people who are still uneducated or maybe so scared to talk about this epidemic and that these statistics and the story of Selena Reyes Hernandez encourages them to seek further information to eventually become an ally to the LGBTQ community. So if you're a part of this choir, aka an ally to the LGBTQ community, please, please share this episode or even episode seven to everyone you can because I am determined to change at least one person's mind to create one more ally. I would definitely love that, y'all, if you guys can just help spread the word and spread the message. Of course, education is the biggest way that we're going to make a change. Um, I will talk about me and my sister recently dabbled back into ER. Do you remember that show? briefly yeah okay so we watched it growing up and talk about a woke show y'all like really back (laughs) they were talking about race discrepancy transgender like it was honestly that was what early 2000s no like back in the 19 this was back when george clooney was fine like, <laughs> well, some would argue that yeah. he's still, right? Oh, he still definitely much, very much is. But, but like, his this is like, pie. gosh, please never <laughs> leave the screen. But there was an episode and there was a trans woman on there and the doctor refused to speak to her. And at Ooh. one point they referred to her as a he, she. And I literally, you know, me, I was like, excuse me, what? And we had to like literally rewind it to like watch it. But it was just showing how people treat the trans population as not human or something less than, and it just fires me up. So as the episode continues, there's a call for the roof. And I mean, you can obviously see where I'm going. And then all of a sudden, everyone wanted to start saying, ma'am, her, Miss Carlton, and it's like so it took that tragedy for them, yeah. And unfortunately, she decided to jump. But before you could see her laughing, of like kind of a oh, now you see me because I'm up here standing and on the edge, yeah. It really is important to realize, like, because of their choices, it doesn't make them less than or. And again, there's something to avoid. It's almost like people think that they can like catch. Yeah, like, oh gosh, because you're like that. If I associate myself with you, I'm going to do the same thing. No, it's their choice. Just leave them, let them be. It has nothing to do with you. It does not affect you. Like, uh, maybe I'll have to go back and (laughs) watch it. (laughs) But it's, it's good that you brought that up because... Um, in all of my research, and I was somewhat aware of the issues between the medical community and the LGBTQ community, and there are tons of issues. And I did a little bit of research that I wanted to include in this episode, but I think it honestly needs its own, you know, story to mm-hmm. to go in depth to. But yeah. there are so many medical professionals that may not want to treat anyone from the LGBTQ community, or if they do, they're not believed. They're not taken seriously. You know, it's it's kind of like issues back in the day when women would go to the doctor and the men would be just like, oh, hysteria. You know, yeah. like they weren't, their issues weren't taken seriously. So As it's I roll my that. eyes. <laughs> but on the other side of that, it's also really because of that stigma with that, a lot of the trans community 
things will happen or go undiagnosed because they because they're scared yeah they're Mm -hmm. scared and that is an issue in itself like could you imagine just being terrified to have your arm looked at or something because of your choices I mean at the end of the day you say choices but it's not it's who they are yeah exactly that literally gave me yeah I know (laughs) okay Y'all, I have also included oodles of resources down below in the description box so that we can continue to educate ourselves. Again, education is key, and I have honestly learned so much recently, especially from the Human Rights Campaign, and they have what seems like unlimited articles and resources on how you can help fight hate, volunteer locally, or just ways to educate yourself. Plus, they have really cute merch that helps them continue their fight, so please, whatever you can do, please help. I couldn't help myself, but when you said help fight hate, I was like, oh, you go, girl. That's literally <laughs> so like kind of like what they use. Yes. I know, me too. All right. As a reminder, this is just one woman's story. But let me tell you about the death of Selena Reyes Hernandez. Oh, yeah, I have. We haven't even gotten there yet, y'all. That's <laughs> yeah. This is why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Selena Reyes Hernandez was a 37-year-old trans woman living in Chicago, Illinois, when she was fatally shot after disclosing to an 18-year-old high school senior that she was in fact a trans woman. Now, I find it very unfortunate that I am not able to find out much about Selena's life before her tragic end because her family members thus far have refused to acknowledge Selena as their daughter and have buried her in Mexico under her dead name. According to the Chicago Sun, Times Police and the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office identified her by her birth name, but prosecutors later informed them that she preferred to go by her first name, Selena. Wow. I think it's really important that you put, like, her family's reaction to that and that you weren't able to find background because when I was researching for my case and I was still trying to go through on what case we wanted to dive into and even, like, the small bits and pieces that I did from the other cases, it was the same thing as, like, they didn't really focus on who that person was it was like what happened and why it happened and it really focused on the tragedy of what happened because they were gay or lesbian or transgender yeah and I think that's a really like it's a missed opportunity to educate everyone because yes you need to know this happened and you need to know why it happened because we need to prevent this but you also need to know the background of that person because if you looked up many of the other cases you would find oodles right you said oodles (laughs) Um, Oodles information of all their childhood and again like going back i love to look at like childhood of like victims and perpetrators and there was literally nothing i think the only thing that i could find and i'll mention it later on was just kind of what she was doing the day of or really like the day before but that's all i could find Yeah, and I'm sure you're going to go into this a little later, but was there a reason why the medical examiners decided to identify her as her birth name instead of... So, and I do kind of go into a little bit later on, like you said, but the main issue is they don't have, and I'm not providing any excuses, but there's no, like, policy, there's no way that they have an option on any of the reports to put you know gender preference name preference which I find kind of weird because especially when you're looking at the crime part you know you see these criminals and they're like 
also known as. Like, if they have to actually put the birth name, why can't they put at least AKA? But yeah, anything they put out was her birth name. And even some of the news reports at the very bottom, I found one that said we initially released her birth name, but we have since redacted that out. So it's like news people are doing it as well. Yeah, and this was recent, right? Yes, 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yesterday. <laughs> yes. We're still dealing like, with this. Come on, so, guys. Yeah, and I think you just open the door to another opportunity for us to kind of push change. Like, if that's not openly out there and people don't know what to do, well, then maybe we should go in the direction of fixing that. Absolutely. And I did actually find just one article that I found, and I, I did look a lot, but one article did actually mention her birth name. Oh, wow. Yeah. Of course, it was Fox, but so, <laughs> I know, guys. Okay. Personal biases, guys. <laughs> and for the people who may be confused by the phrase dead name, this is a commonly used term for the name that a transgender person was given at birth but is no longer used either during their transition or after. To dead name someone is extremely disrespectful to that person and it also delegitimizes their identity as it no longer aligns with their gender. I will also add that dead naming trans victims is an uncommon problem that police and the media will have to overcome, but will need to as this can also delay in a police investigation. I also don't understand the point of dead naming someone, especially like people, police, media, like you've never known that person for most of the time other than... And then all of a sudden they're curious, they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I don't understand that. And we have grown in strides on transitioning that thought process we still have a way long way to go yeah but i mean at least just the opportunities are out there we just kind of have to solidify what's going on now but I, I mean to me it's just dumbfounding it's like what is the point of doing that when you've never known them as any other identification Absolutely. now you're literally just taking it to another level that didn't need to go well and i think a majority of people have realized now in 2021 that you don't out somebody if they are gay lesbian bisexual and you're at a party or something you don't out them it's the same thing you don't dead name somebody and it's it's just not lining up with everybody else in the community yeah monica roberts a houston-based activist stated for an article for the insider quote if you've got somebody that identifies as jill and you're calling him sherman or whatever their dead name is we'll go who and by the time you start identifying the person as jill the perpetrator is already getting away with it. See, amen. Thank you. <laughs> like, what is, you are just adding extra steps to your work for no reason. And that's going back to the police and the medical examiner's office. They really need to, you know, I don't, I don't think it would be that hard, but just like add a little line in the, in the report known as this person, because, you know, for us people that are obsessed with true crime we can identify with robert's quote and like yeah that makes absolutely sense like why are you calling somebody but nobody knows them by that name yeah like why are you wasting time on facts that are not helping you solve this exactly Ugh, i'm just ugh. <laughs> girl <laughs> i know let's move on though we gotta stay strong <laughs> it's not gonna get easier though i'll forewarn you Thank you.
Now, on May 31st, around 5.30 a.m., Selena met with Orlando Perez at her apartment after spending the day with three friends and attending a birthday party. There was no evidence to show that Orlando and Selena had been in contact before this date, even though they just lived blocks away from one another. After about 20 minutes in the apartment, Orlando asked Selena if she was a girl, in which she responded that she was a trans woman. Orlando stated that he told her he had to leave. Okay, wait, were they on a date, or you were just saying they never had contact before the date of the party? So it is unclear whether they were, like, maybe they found each other kind of, like, on a dating app. Maybe it was a friend of a friend, but they do know that this was their first time meeting, and but they don't know exactly how it happened. And I'm just confused at why he was even asking if she was a girl. Like, is that just something you ask people? <laughs> I guess. No, Selena was in transition. She wasn't fully transitioned. So, okay. you know, there are a lot of things that trans people, you know, decide to do. And if they don't decide to do, that's fine. But there are, like, reconstructive surgeries for jaw lines, cheekbones, everything like that. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe Perez you know, thought that she was trans. Like, if you're asking, you probably already know you're the You're questioning, yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Also, like, if she wasn't a trans woman, then how disrespectful is that? Like, are you a girl? Excuse <laughs> like when you ask someone, are you pregnant? Oh, yeah, no. I, I feel we like don't those, do this. Yeah, I feel like those are just questions you probably should keep to yourself. Absolutely. If you're asking it and you know it's probably going to make you awkward, mm, is it worth that? Exactly. According to surveillance videos from the neighborhood, Orlando returned to Selena's home wearing a dark face covering at about 6 a.m., and the video also shows him pulling out a handgun before entering Selena's residence. Orlando, according to an alleged taped confession to police, stated he walked into Selena's apartment as the door was left unlocked and shot her in the head and back. He then ran out of the house. Again, according to that alleged confession, he stated he kept seeing her face afterwards and eventually returned to shoot Selena's lifeless body again several hours later. So he went, shot her, left, and then came back and did it again? Yes. And she she was already deceased. But he was just so mad and he kept seeing her face. He thought he needed to go back and shoot her again. Okay. Well, I hope this doesn't transition to another one of my cases. No, it is. Girl. <laughs> well, TBD. Yeah. Selena was found that same morning after neighbors heard several gunshots. In addition to Selena, police uncovered a video on her phone that showed Orlando washing his hands in the background of her residence, and the clothing that Orlando was wearing would match the 25 different privately owned videos obtained from neighbors. Sorry, I just had to jump in here real quick. Were neighbors filming this or? No, this is more of like, you know, their personal video surveillance camera. Okay, so, so like, like on a door ring or something. Yes. Okay, okay. I was like, uh. No, no, no. It wasn't filmed. The yeah, what is happening? <laughs> this would allow the police to locate Perez at his home and armed with a search warrant, they also uncovered a 9mm and two magazines, which was the same caliber used to kill Selena. Orlando Perez was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. It is here that Perez allegedly confessed to police on video. At a bond hearing which was denied by the judge, the Chicago Sun reported that, quote, Perez lowered his face mask, smiled several times, and tried to give a statement, but he was warned not to speak by his assistant public defender, end quote. Okay, so 
he was literally lowering his face mask to show his smile. Yeah, he was smirking, smiling at people, and then also was, like, you know, trying to, like, you know, say something. And the public defender kept saying, like, stop. Yeah, you're already making it worse. You do not need to speak here. Now, I wish I could provide you with a happy ending of Orlando Perez was found guilty of first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison, but unfortunately, I have no further information. I have searched everywhere to include the Freedom of Information Act's website and Illinois state records online, but all I could find was that his next court date was scheduled for July 6, 2020 or 2021. I don't know. And even though Selena's case isn't wrapped up in a pretty little bow, I still wanted to tell her story. Especially that he confessed to the crime, there was video surveillance, and just the, the clothes. Br- yeah, the just the brutality of it all, too. I don't understand how in 2020, we don't have more information on this. Yeah, and of course, I'll keep you updated with anything that I find, but I was absolutely in shock because there are a lot of articles that say, you know, trans woman was shot by a high school senior after she announced that she was trans you know those were the headlines but no it doesn't seem like anybody was following up they may not have you know more information court takes a while we like we know that but yeah I was surprised yeah the headlines that you just brought up was actually something I was going to talk about in my episode but I left it out but since it got brought up again I think it's a really good point. I would challenge our listeners to do this as well. If you look up any cases that were due to sexuality or transgender, look at those headlines versus they're almost more clickbaitable. Yes. Mm-hmm. I literally every time was in shock. And we could also look at these stats versus race as well. I mean, we won't dabble in that this episode but it's just very interesting how media takes something like that that they know people will be like (gasps) or like oh my god it's like a shock factor and then it gets to the point it's like are you actually trying to share this story or are you just trying to get clicks I was confronted with that because at first you know I I kind of was on the side of like okay they're telling her story yes like it's out there there are plenty of reports But again, it was just, it kind of just all stopped. And that made me really disappointed. And that kind of switched me to the side, well, maybe, you know, maybe they don't actually care. Maybe this was just a one and done. But again, like, if I couldn't find any further information on, like, police records, maybe it hasn't gone any further. But yeah, I was definitely on both sides there. Yeah, no, I it definitely starts to get the wheels turning of like, okay, what is the purpose of this title that you're enticing me with versus the story that's being shared? I will definitely say that there were some articles that I was like, I absolutely cannot ignore <laughs> not this. You. That was honestly ridiculous. I can't even believe I waste my time reading that. Yeah. But there's also things that are very helpful and educational that I think are great. It's just kind of why do we have to have such the extremes of this person versus this person and the headlines on that. So yeah, it's just interesting to note. Uh, I mean, it's very interesting some of the stuff that we come up during our research. It's like, okay, come on guys. I know we're better than this. (laughs) I really, really am trying to see Especially for these, this is the most recent case. Obviously it's not technically solved yet right so Mm -hmm. like this is the most recent case and it's 
funny that we're still seeing, I mean, it's not funny, but we're still seeing these issues rather than, you know, a crime that was committed in, like, the 70s. Yeah, it's it's just sad. It really is. And I would say maybe on this one with it being 2020, I mean, the fact that you even mentioned he had to lower his mask, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? This is so weird. Yeah. But just that alone, I mean, you already know the rights to a speedy trial is, like, in quotation marks with your eyes rolling never a thing yeah it does take long long time yeah so i'm sure within our lago story career we'll definitely follow up on this one and that might be why we kind of just it just stopped but i don't know you never know yeah hopefully i'll have some updates by the end of this year but we'll see yeah but yeah again i'm super surprised um that there wasn't any further information and i didn't expect it to just stop at allegedly and i know that in the u.s we say innocent until proven guilty but with all of the information that i found on the evidence against orlando i'm obviously leaning towards he's guilty Mm -hmm. we'll definitely keep you updated again though at the end of the day we know selena reyes hernandez was murdered and her life does not mean any less because she is trans it is clear to see that we humanity as a whole have a lot of work to do in order to protect and accept the lgbtq community And I hope by sharing just this information with all of you that it's a start in the right direction. Yeah, and I know me and Brenna are huge, huge advocates. This is something very close to our hearts. And we're not saying everyone needs to be like us, but we need you need to have some sort of acceptance and tolerance and just understanding for everybody. That's really kind of what we're getting to the point, y'all, is like just let everybody live the way that they want to live and it's not going to affect you oh especially if you're not hurting anybody in the process you're not taking anything away from yourself but a little Mm -hmm. compassion will go a long ways yeah fight everything with kindness yes and that is going to conclude today's episode please share selena's story so that we can make sure she receives justice and to help prevent this from happening to someone else Again, don't forget to check out the resources I am included in the description box below, and don't be afraid to have those hard conversations with family and friends. We would love to hear your feedback on this episode. Leave us a comment or a review. If you have a case suggestion for us, reach out through our website, lawghoststories.net. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at lawghoststories. We will be back with a new episode in a couple weeks. Until then, stay safe out there. It's a weird world. Thank you to Alexander Nakarada for allowing us to use his sound nightmare for our theme music.